The Tumbling Saber Podcast is a proud member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Connect with us on Twitter and Facebook. Subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts. Visit our base at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. Welcome back. It's time for episode 195 of the Tumbling Saber podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm Corey. And I'm Carlos. Welcome back, everybody. Triple Force Friday in the rear view. Resistance premiering tonight. We've got about 35 days until the Mando and and 72-ish until the Rise of Skywalker premieres. Oh, my God. Every week. Every week it feels like we're hitting. We're just whittling down that number just a bit more. But it, it feels like a good slice like last week was 42 days until the mando now we're down to 35 yeah. it feels like it's a, a big chunk has peeled off every week it's yeah, exciting i, I want to be man. able to sign up for this thing man <laughs> yeah i'm getting antsy too <laughs> i am yes i i'd be lying if i said i wasn't getting a little bit nervous disney where's my option to subscribe we're trying to give you our money here <laughs> Well, I guess we'll talk more about uh, handing over money to Disney in just a little bit, but uh, we all had good weekends, aside from the Triple Force Friday stuff. Yeah, it was nice. I went. Yeah. To, I checked out that, that Pumpkin Inferno. Oh, you went? Yeah? I went, man. Beautiful. Awesome, man. Like, absolutely stunning. Fabulous. Absolutely loved it. I hadn't been, I didn't get a chance to go last year, and all the displays this year were 100% different. So, anyway, that was, that's just something, it's phenomenal, man. I love it. It's, yeah. It's, I need to go check that out again. I went a couple of years ago. It was the highlight of my uh, it was the highlight of my year. Actually, it was awesome. It's it's a big fall thing. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. And then I I got to packing like I was telling you guys earlier. And uh, damn, <laughs> that's a lot of uh, a lot of boxes, <laughs> a lot of comic boxes now too, man. It's uh, I don't know. Something's got to give. Well, yeah, something's got to give. <laughs> You are, are you selling them? The goodwill that you've built up with with uh, your girlfriend will be immediately eroded if you bring over all of that stuff. Yeah, not into this place anyhow. But once once we sell this place, I'll be able to bring like maybe like a quarter of it. Like my comics, I plan on bringing them all. Other than that, like toy wise, like I'll bring what I can display it and maybe change it up every now and again. <laughs> A quarter of it. <laughs> so you're just going to yeah, make mom not. and dad in warehouse the rest of your stuff? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, jeez. Why not? It's a whole big space Why not? not being used. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's your stuff. You wanna... Well, I mean, like I said, I could cram it in there. There's sp- There would be space for it, but it would just make – the house is actually really small. So once we move, it wouldn't be an issue. We just need that extra extra room. <laughs> Okay, sure. All right, well, uh, guys, we got another new review. Nice. Oh. Yeah, I, I was like getting reviews. Uh, this one comes in as a five-star review entitled Love It from James Weibel, which is a name that longtime supporters of the Star Wars Commonwealth community might recognize. And yeah. James writes, this podcast is so much fun. It covers everything from movies to collectibles and everything in between. It's a short, sweet review, the way we like it, five stars 
Very kind words. Thank you very much, James. Don't be a stranger. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, seriously. Lord. Thank you very much. Absolutely love those reviews. So yeah, drop us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever, if you have not already. And we'll we'll review it. Re- review it? Read it? We'll review Re- your review. Review it. Review it. Incredible. Rural. All right, guys. So Triple Force Friday is now in the rearview mirror. Uh, let's let's get right into it. How was our days, our, our end-of-week celebration of all things Star Wars? Carlos, man, I know that you did pretty well for yourself. How'd it go? Well, uh, it went well. It started off uh, Thursday night um, when the site went live. Uh, obviously, I'm talking about Lego. Uh, but I had to call an audible from my <laughs> initial plan right off the bat because... Um, they 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 priced the BB-8. I, I used to have the BB-8, uh, and uh, it, it was no longer in my possession. And um, I was looking to reacquire it, but they priced it uh, so that I couldn't refuse. And uh, so I jumped on the BB-8 instead of the Slave One, uh, and I threw in a couple of the uh, Lego uh, Joker watches. Uh, that were on uh, that were on discount, so I got a couple of those. That was my first purchase from the Lego store, uh, and I got uh, because the purchases were over seventy five. I got the uh, Battle of Endor micro build, uh, which is uh, the twentieth anniversary uh, little little gift, and that's what I did on Thursday. And then Friday after work, I went into the Lego store proper. And uh, I was looking at some of the big sets and the Yoda was already sold out at the store. Uh, so I'm, I, I cobbled a few sets together. So I got the A-Wing from the Rise of Skywalker with uh, our buddy Snap Wexley. And Conics, oh, I believe. And yeah, yep. and Conics, uh, which is Carrie Fisher's. Uh, the Billy Lord. Yeah, Billy Lord's yep. character. Uh, so I got that one. I got uh, what else did I get? You guys remember <laughs> Falcon? No, I got the um, the four plus the 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 Lego Junior, um, the Tie Fighter Attack. Yeah, because I'm on I'm on the Tie Fighter fetish. Uh, I got the Kylo Ren and Sith Trooper Brickhead Double Pack. Um and uh, that Star also Cannon. got uh, yeah no that that one I got it today uh yeah so yeah those are what I got uh, on Friday after work uh they threw in a um, Admiral Yularen uh poly bag and another Battle of Endor uh, set uh, Saturday I didn't go. Uh, to the Lego store, and then I dropped in again today <laughs> to the Lego store uh, because I didn't have uh, ten thousand points uh, to redeem a nice round number. So I went in and I got the Death Star Cannon. Uh, that put me over ten thousand. Uh, I left the Lego store. Uh, I went to go watch the Joker, uh, and then uh, once I left the store, I redeemed my one hundred dollars. Um, for the Lego store pur- purchase, I walked in and I grabbed myself the Millennium Falcon 
from the Rise of Skywalker line. Woo! Um, yeah, hundred dollars off. Sweet. <laughs> that's that uh, is unbelievable to score right, score it at that price. That's crazy. I'm, I'm looking at the box right now. I got it in my hands. Uh, it's pretty pretty sweet. Uh, I was really hesitating. It was tough, guys. It was really really tough between this one and Kylo Ren's uh, Kylo Ren's shuttle. Yeah, you made the right choice. You know what? I, I'm I'm not sure if I did. Yeah, uh, you because. Did. But the thing is, is that eventually I will be getting Kylo Ren's shuttle anyways. <laughs> uh, and since I slept on the Force Awakens uh, Millennium Falcon and uh, I ran out of track on that one, I said, you know what? I'm going to get this one, especially considering I have Kylo Ren's TIE silencer still in the sealed box right next to it. Uh, I figured I'd, I'd get the Falcon and... Uh, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a ball building that one. So all in all, I I, I got <laughs> the Falcon in the E wing, um, the Death Star cannon, uh, and I got three of the micro builds uh, of BB-8. the Battle of Endor. I got my BB-8. Well, it's not in hand yet. That's the only one that still needs to be shipped by Lego.com. Everything else I have in hand. I got three of the poly bags of the uh, Admiral Yularen. Uh, and yeah, well, all in all, uh, pretty sick, sick haul. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm pretty happy. Triple force Friday was good. And every star Wars purchase I made was uh, double points. And, uh, so I'm already, I already have $10 off my next purchase <laughs> after cool. redeeming a hundred. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good. And, uh, I'll actually throw out a, a little, uh, a little candle to next week. Uh, I'm I'm gonna probably have another Tie Fighter in my position <laughs> as of next week. <laughs> well, I mean, you never. I don't think we talked about this last week, but there was never really any danger of not coming home with exactly what you wanted on on Triple Force no. Friday. Like everywhere I went, ah, forget Walmart. We'll get to Walmart. They're gonna get their licks. But Toys R Us was just stacked deep with every new item from from Rise of Skywalker. Oh yeah, for for me, what what was the the catalyst for Triple Force Friday was uh, one the the Battle of Endor free gift for Triple Force Friday, and the double points on all Star Wars purchases. That that to me was like okay, jump right now because later on down the road I'll probably be able to pick up um, the A Wing or anything else that. 20% off at, at uh, Toys R Us or maybe at clearance at lego.com later on. But uh, it was about striking now because of the Triple Force Friday. Uh, and you guys know, I mean, I can go two months without picking anything up easily. Like, uh, I'm not like Corey. I'm not a degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, this, was my, uh, this was my time to shine. And uh, I'm uh, quite pleased with... Uh, with everything, no, that's a, that was I a great haul. Much, that's that was that's what all what you wanted and more. Except for I, I kind of wanted the slave one, and like I said, I had to call an audible on day one because uh, I wanted to get slave one first. Uh, but if I didn't, if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have got BB-8, and I probably wouldn't have picked up the Death Star cannon. So, yeah. no, you know, fair trade off, fair, fair trade off. Yeah, especially considering how much I loved my BB, my BB-8. Uh, and and just this opportunity at that price. Yeah, and the slave uh, one is going to be out there for a while yet. 
yeah yeah it came out in uh in april so it's going to be around for at least another year um and i'm already eyeing it on amazon and it's over 20 percent off right now so yeah, yeah there'll be there'll be time uh, for that yeah exactly all right. Well, now I think we need to clear the decks and uh, somehow, Corey, I don't need the play-by-play of every single step you took. <laughs> How did your Force well, Friday experience go? Well, I was out there, man. I was out there on the front lines. I was on a mission. I was very exciting. Anyway, whatever. I, I pretty much got everything I wanted, but it was a bit of a mission, man. I just, I just want to say this one thing. Like, I don't know if you guys remember last week, Carlos. I... I had them all in my hand, man. Yeah. This is infuriating. I had them all in my hand. Couldn't get them. Put them back on the shelves or whatever. So I go. I wake up early that day to go there. 7 a.m. I'm at Walmart on Friday. And they're not like there's nothing on the shelves at all. So then I'm like, okay, like no one would have snatched up all the vintage collection. There's no way, you know, like they're they're in the back. So I start finally talk to someone. And they were just, again, so useless, like goes in the back and it's like, oh yeah, like we don't know where they are. They're lost, man. Like went back again that evening, same thing. Anyhow, whatever. I hit up like, I was just <laughs> I, I got a right panicked now. phone call from Corey at about 7.20 AM. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you texted me like, what's the prospects, man? So I was like, oh, yeah, no, I was you. like, okay, we, well, let's, let's keep in touch today and see if we can help each other out. And I get a call at seven twenty, and he's just—I can tell already—he's irate. <laughs> I was, man. I was pissed, man. It was like this, the sheer stupidity. Like they were out on the when you can't buy them, they're on the shelves. When you're supposed to be able to buy them, they're lost. Like, yeah, no, that's uh, that's pretty special. Good job, Walt. And, and again, I got up early for this. You know what I mean? Like I could—I like sleeping a lot. <laughs> so to get up like that 35 minutes early to get there and get to work on time. I was not too happy. And then going back again in the evening. So I hit up like three Walmarts, a Toys R Us, three EB games over the course of the day. And I'm looking at on a map right now. My, my parents were out with my son cause it was a pet day at school and they were traveling a little further West. So between where they were from Brockville to where Kyle was point Claire, that's 192 kilometer radius. You know what I mean? We still couldn't necessarily get everything we wanted. Like, finally, I went back to this Walmart again on the Saturday because actually, the last time I went on the Friday evening, I, I'm speaking to someone. I'm like, kind of telling them, you know, like I took this morning off. <laughs> like, like I got up early to come here. I was almost late for work. They're just like, oh, you know what you got to do? They're like, get a call here tonight when the night shift's here. And then, you know, like kind of rattle someone's chain a bit, you know, I was like, okay. And last night I had like, you know, or Friday night, I was probably like five beers in. It was like 1145. I'm like, beep, boop, 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 boop. Waited like 10 minutes on hold. Then I I wasn't mad or anything. I explained the whole thing. Went back the next day. They were all there, man. So I pretty much got who I wanted there. I got Ray, Kylo, Sith Trooper, second sister, Inquisitor, uh, the Mando. Um, yeah, I got the vintage collection. Well, wait, let's let's, let's back up. Let's back up on the Mando for a sec, because you were you were distraught. Like you could not find the Mando. Like a lot of people, no Mando anywhere to be found, and you were pretty broken up about it. And like it, it seemed like you were not going to sleep until you found one that day. So, where did you I, eventually I was find, determined. find 
at the same place that uh, I had originally had him in my hands. Like he was meant to be mine. <laughs> was destiny, so they found man. they found it, I guess. Yeah, they found it in the back. Like I had called that evening on the Friday night. And anyhow, was it destiny or density? <laughs> Either way, it was awesome. When I got there in the morning, I was just like, boom. Even my kid was like, you're not going to find them. I was like, shut up, you little turd. But I also got some vintage collection as well. I got the Zori Bliss and the Knight of Ren. Um, and I also found the, remember the old robots, the Funko Pops for the robots. I got Dio. That was pretty cool. So all in all, it was a pretty epic hunt, man. Epic day. It was highs and lows, man. It was like a roller coaster. You know, it was happy, sad, excited, anxious, angry, distraught, like Kyle said, and then victorious. And all in a very short amount of time. Was there buyer's remorse? Yes, a little bit, but still. <laughs> like every week, Corey. You, you're, you know, it's, a, it's a lifelong struggle to deal with this uh, buyer's remorse that you, that you seem to uh, indulge in on a weekly basis. Well, this was pretty heavy week, honestly. Well, hey, so, though, though you did get those posters out to our powerful friends, right? Actually, I did mail them. Oh, whoa. What month was that done in? Uh, it was actually done yesterday. Oh, wow. Huh. It's about time. October. I don't, you know, it only, it's 10 months. That's good time. That's good time. Yeah, <laughs> At least they're going to get it by Christmas. <laughs> well, yeah, they should yeah, get it pretty soon. They're not going to Australia, so probably. Should take about seven to ten days. There you go, guys. They're, they're they're out there. Your posters are coming ten months later. Funny oh, story. Geez. I just I just built the minifigure in bag while Corey told the story. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. So yeah, my Force Friday. I I get if 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 the end result is the, is the main takeaway, then I guess my day was mostly a success but man what a what a what a letdown of an experience like for a day that should be marked as like this is going to be a lot of fun this is a day for star wars fans on that front total bust complete and utter bust and and in no large actually completely because of walmart and you know like they're we've been talking about distribution availability issues how piss poor it's been for, for like the last few years and of course this year was was no exception um so i i hit my air quotes local walmart early uh, right right before going to work and it was it was nearly dry as a bone like they didn't even have the new black series they they still had the archive series and some old black on the pegs they didn't even have the new and uh, they had a they had at some point a case of vintage collection. Uh, so I took the Poe and I took the Sith Jet Trooper. And that was it. That was, So I was like, eh. Like, that's it's a pretty limp haul. Pretty limp haul for the, for the first thing in the morning. Uh, so I licked my wounds, went to work for a few hours. Then at lunch, I went back out, hit another Walmart, which was even more pathetic. They had absolutely <laughs> nothing. It's like It's like that Walmart lives under a dome. And just it was completely unaware that there should be new stock on the shelves. Uh, so I shuffled over to Toys R Us where finally. Did you speak to anyone at Walmart when you were there? No. The, sometimes you see these people and there's just like, there's nobody home. It's like, I'm not going to bother. Like, I'm on, a, I'm on a clock, you know. Like, I have a half hour lunch break. I took like an hour and 15 on Triple Force Friday. <laughs> With, I, I just slipped out the door. I didn't tell anybody. I just left and I was like, oh, I'll be back later. 
the people at Walmart are like the people at uh, at Home Depot who are very reminiscent of cockroaches. As soon as they see daylight or you make eye contact, they scurry away. <laughs> I I had yeah. a couple of contacts at the Walmart that was down the street from me. A couple of people in, in store that came to recognize me, and they'd be like, "Hey, how's it going? Like, what are you looking for?" And they'd be actually really helpful. But that Walmart, of course, is now gone, defunct. Yep. And I was, I was far, pretty, you know, far uh, be it for me was, to like have sympathy for, for any Walmart, but I, I really missed my crappy Walmart this weekend because they, I, I have a feeling they would have had something and it would have been one of those uh, hidden gem type of stores where nobody goes there because it's so crappy that I maybe would have had my pick of the litter. Well, that's but, it, man. My, my, my classic honey hole, man. Like I'd went there on the way home that day. I was like, for sure. In the back of my head, I was like, calm zen you're gonna get everything you need to complete everything here don't worry and like same thing they had the the spot allocated right all the pegs were there but they were just bare and i was like oh and same thing i waited probably five ten minutes there looking for someone no one's around so i I find someone else in a different department i'm like hey does anyone work in toys so like yeah there should be then they got on this on the intercom and everything like I was like, someone came rushing over like, yeah, I'm like, what's up with this? And they're just like, same, like Carlos said, they're like, no clue, really. They don't and care. Like, oh, no, they really don't. I'm going to get to that really in a minute. Sad part. I'm going to get to that in a minute, but keep going. Anyway, no, it's, that's it. Like, I was just, they, they, they don't no clue. Like, no one's informed of this. I, I've, I don't understand, man. Like, the spots are there. The merchandise has obviously been received because they had the displays for Lego out, right? I don't know necessarily. But usually Lego sends their own rep. Yeah. Like, yeah, I remember Carlos saying that. But either way, they they, they had it. I'm sure that she probably was just like, it probably just wasn't properly received yet in the back. Like, I'll go receive this. Like, why is it It, not received? Because it's not a priority. It's, It's that simple. It's not a priority for them. Point final. Like I, I, there's no, there's no other, there's no other reason required. That's it. So yeah. Anyway, like when I was at Toys R Us, I was like, finally, there it is at the front of the store, like a maybe like an eight foot section of new Star Wars toys. Like Lego was which one? If you actually, if you include uh, the Lego, it's more like a 12, 12 or fourteen foot section. So it was a pretty fair chunk of wall space, all new Star Wars. And that's where I picked which, up. Uh, which tier are you? Uh, Point Claire. The only the only one that I'd have a realistic shot at checking out during during a lunch break, and um, so I I got the vintage collection figures I was after. So the, on top of the the Sith Trooper and uh, Poe, I then picked up Zori Bliss, Knight of Ren, and Rey. But they also had some of the Black series, and I was like, oh, and now I was starting to like lose control a little bit. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. I got the Rey in my hand. Oh man, that second sister. Actually, no, they didn't have second sister, but they had a Cal Kestis. I I debated that for a second. Should I do it? I don't know. But I, I fell down that hole. I grabbed the Sith Trooper Black Series, and then I, saw, I was eyeballing some of the Lego. They had the Y Wing, which was just calling my name, and so I was about mm. to just lose it. And I said, "What am I doing?" So I I just scaled it way back. That Sith Trooper is really sweet. It, it is. It really is. But I put all the Black Series back at at thirty five bucks a pop. I'm just not doing it right now. Uh, so I walked out with my my day is, is was basically vintage collection, minus the X wing Luke figure, which 
I think will warm pegs for a while, so I'll wait on that one. Uh, but I also did pick up, I, I walked over to Indigo Chapters, which is our bookstore, our Barnes & Nobles, uh, where they had a uh, they had received my Escape from the Death Star board game with the exclusive Tarkin Retro Collection Trooper. So that's oh. that's done. I got that signed, sealed, and delivered. That that's the tough one to get. Like that is the tough figure to get from that set. So that is my Triple Force Friday Friday haul. So I'm if, if, again, if if the end result is the takeaway, how I should feel about it all, I'm I'm kind of happy because I could have gone nuts and had that buyer's remorse. But as it is, I'm satisfied. It, it's I, I got what I needed, and I'll get more down the line. Um. But just to go back, it's something I wanted to reinforce what I, I've believed for a while, and then it was reiterated to me online by a former Walmart employee a couple years ago, and I, I talked about it then. But like I was just saying, Walmart doesn't care about Star Wars toys. At, you know, at least not enough to make it a priority for us on days like Triple Force Friday. And like anybody listening to this, like we think of Star Wars as like this, this big deal. It's Triple Force Friday. It's, these are Star Wars toys, man. This is like, this is important stuff. It's not, <laughs> at least to them, you know, it's like Star Wars was at Walmart for us. And I, I noticed it was kind of hit and miss like Tim, his Walmart was one of the, one of the ones he hit was loaded. But for most people, it was like crickets, like what is going on here? And so, and it was the same South of the border. Um, but what, there's one toy franchise and I talked about this in our Twitter chat that, that really does ring the bell for Walmart and that's Frozen 2. Like that dominated. And it was the same street date for the for the merch, October 4th. So it's not like there was any head starts to be gained here. And and Frozen 2 has this 12-foot section, double-sided section at the front of the store, stacked deep with anything you can imagine. And like a, a retailer like Walmart they meticulously plan out like every square inch of their store. Things that are up at the front, it's there because they know it'll sell. It's a priority. Like that took for that for them to go and put those displays out on Triple Force Friday. It tells you exactly where Star Wars toys are on the pecking order at Walmart. And that's just, that's just the reality of it. You know what I mean? Like that's that that is the sad reality. I, I did some digging uh, once I got back to work later, and. Frozen merchandise has sold eleven billion dollars since twenty fourteen. Huh. That is wow. nuts. They've done it that on the crazy. back of a movie that came out at the end of twenty thirteen. One movie. Star Wars is in that neighborhood, from what I could gather. But it it's that's four movies and an animated series and constant content. And it's in that neighborhood. That's kind of scary for you know, I haven't really thought about that too much, but yeah, they're going to, even though it's the same company and all that, they're going head to head together like, in this cinema, this, this holiday season. Oh, Frozen you know, 2 is just families... going to go, is going to make so much money, dude. Like it might be the number two movie of the year in terms of box office. Well, like that is a distinct Star possibility. I, I don't like that Star Wars is going up against it, man. Cause then some families got to decide, you know, with like well, you no, have kids no, and no, stuff. No, no, it's like, no, it, that, it won't be that like movies make, geez, eighty percent of their haul in their first two three weeks. Like it's, Frozen Two is out November twenty second. Yes, okay, I do. Know. Yes, I do oh, know. This. They were. 
Okay, cool. Because you know what? I, for some reason, I, I'm in my head, I was thinking it was like the same weekend right no, now. No, God, like, no, 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 no. They would not be that stupid. But I mean, it's strategically timed so that they will absolutely dominate <laughs> come the holiday season. It's over for everybody. Like Frozen is going to crush for three weeks and then Star Wars will pick up from there. Disney's going to own the holiday box office and the merch sales. It's crazy. But just to say, again, like, anyway, I have all the three Walmarts I hit over the course of the weekend, same deal. No Star Wars, but Frozen stuff everywhere. And that's... That's, that's true. Th- that's where the money is. If Walmart's doing that, it's because that they know it's going to make them money. End of story. Well, this could have made them a little more money because they give it a chance, I'm sure. They it's need more have, niche, and, man. It's it's not it if it, if they thought it would and believe if Walmart has the best people for that for like analysts for that kind of thing. If it deserved more attention, they'd do it, but it hasn't. They they don't even care to make sure that the stock is on the pegs in the slightest of with the slightest of consistency. It's just not a priority. Like no, they'll lose it in the back. <laughs> Halloween decorations, Halloween costumes. That's where their heads at right now. That's the stuff that yeah. moves. And it was the same at uh, back to school time. Back to school stuff sells, not Star Wars. Anyway, it was some, yeah. there was some like really interesting statistics when I started going down that rabbit hole of how much money these different franchises has has generated, and just how huge Frozen is. Because I, I know that most people listening to this are probably dudes who are like, ah, that's that's nonsense. The kids franchise. It is the big muscle right now. It is absolutely the muscle of toy franchises. And another thing that I read was that, like, on an investor's call, like, in 2014 or 15, Frozen was mentioned so much that the next day, Disney's stock jumped 8%. Their overall stock jumped 8% on the backs of, like, Frozen success. That doesn't happen anywhere else. <laughs> it's, it, it's insane how, how profitable this is. Well, the thing is, it's like kids, uh, it's general audiences and, and kids from the age of like two and three are, are going to watch these movies and they watch them over and over. And then when they're on streaming, they watch them over and over and the kids are just obsessed with it. Well, I remember, the, I remember the times when my daughter literally watched Frozen five and six times a day. Yeah, on a loop. Absolutely on a loop. It's, it's on the first thing in the morning and she would just want to watch it again and again and again. So it's the costumes, it's the, but, but then even, even bigger, it's the lunch boxes, the notebooks, the pencils, everything, everything, every, everything, everything. I told you Star Wars is niche. It's, it's It's a lot more niche and, and Frozen 2 is made, uh, they make these things in huge quantities because people buy them in huge quantities and they're disposable. Unlike Star Wars toys, where geeks want to put them in bins, Corey. <laughs> boxes. And boxes. And, and, treasure you know, chests, Carlos. Yeah, treasure. Yeah, <laughs> they, yes. they that's a great way of looking at it. They, they don't even want to open them. And they're making these frozen toys and if it's not frozen it's moana and if it's not moana it's whatever other movie comes out that's a huge a huge hit that's that's their that's where they make their their butter they don't make their 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 uh they don't butter their bread with star wars yeah at, at its peak i think in, in with frozen toys in 2014 it had made it made 5.2 billion in merch that one year alone 
which is just a stupid number. And that accounted for like 25% of all Disney merchandise sold that year. One movie. Like, it's mind-boggling, the power of that franchise. So, when, like, when investors were like, where's Frozen 2? Where's Frozen 2? It's not because they were looking forward to that box office haul, which, of course, they were. It's because they want the merchandise that goes with it. And, of course, like, it's it's going to go nuts again this year. So, yeah, there's a little t- tangent just to, uh, to add some context to our collecting world. So, if, if there were those frustrations for you out there... um. I guess from a business standpoint, they are kind of justified. But if if you are in the U.S., I think it's doubly frustrating because at least here, I think we all kind of had some success at Toys R Us. They were pretty on the ball with new stock, even though they didn't make a big deal. But in the U.S., there is no more Toys R Us. So there was an opportunity for Walmart to say, let's jump on this. Let's uh, let's try to put some effort into this and make it a deal and, and grab up those dollars. They still didn't care. Which just, yeah. again, reinforces... But Target is the new go-to, I think, for people. Uh, that Target want. did a better job. Target, Target, yeah. And Target did a better job, but if Walmart, like Walmart, is hyper competitive, they love nothing more than to crush their enemies. And if they thought, like, if they thought that they could, it was worth it for them to eat Target's lunch, they would have. But they didn't because it's for that to them, whatever. No big deal. Anyway, all in all, though, I I could have I could have been worse to be honest. I, I could have I could have done what I've done in past years and bought every character. Then again, I saw the white variants as well, no Mando, but I, I held back. I drew back. Yeah, but, if I yeah, if no I no Jawa, no Cal Kestis, no uh, no Trooper or you First Order Trooper. Something on the pegs for future weeks, right? Yeah, and it depends. I'm waiting to read the Fallen Order, the comic book, because I don't know if I'll get a chance to play the game, but. You know, if Cal Kestis pops his head in that comic and I seem to like his character, then maybe I will pick it up. Fair enough. Uh, all right. So, yeah, Triple Force Friday done for another year. We'll see what, what the next one holds whenever that holds, whenever they hold it. Uh, but I, want, I wanted to just touch on this really quickly. Um, so one of uh, a rep. What's his name? Let me get this name here. Hasbro's senior director of global marketing, Mike Balog. He estimated... I'm, I'm taking this from a cinema, cinemablend.com article. Um, he said, in the case of Hasbro, only about a third of the products that are being produced for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker will actually hit the streets on Triple Force Friday. The primary reason that the rest of the stuff wasn't coming out was potential spoilers. I love it. Yeah, pretty smart. Pretty smart. So that just, I mean, what we got this weekend was really just a tip of the iceberg. And uh, most of the really cool stuff is yet to come. But isn't it like, it's crazy to me how much things have changed since the Phantom Menace era, where we would get the, like just this massive wave of toys and the novelization, the soundtrack, all that stuff came out before the movie, weeks before the movie. Like that is just unfathomable now. Yeah, it's true. So true. Like, I don't know, like, I guess something's changed in popular culture where it's like, they guard the secrets a lot more tight. Like I watched the trailer to the Phantom Menace maybe about a week ago or two. They put everything right up there. It was really, oh yeah, man. It was like, all right. It's like, everything's here. Like, I think the movie's going to go exactly like this. And it probably would have. Like, I remember people, people watching the trailer and when, when Obi-Wan goes, no, everybody, everyone was like, well, I guess that's when Qui-Gon Jinn dies. 
like I remember that conversation online in in, in fan forums. Like that, everybody knew. <laughs> like wow. I think he. I think the trailer even goes so far as to showing the uh, command ship blowing up and everything. You know. Yeah, they they held nothing back. It was like <laughs> here's the story. Boom. <laughs> yeah, so much different. has changed. It's- it's different now because it's the end of the it's the end of the saga. So I think it makes sense. And let's be honest with what we got. I'm gonna just talk from the Lego standpoint. We got the Falcon, which we already knew existed. We got Kylo Ren's shuttle, which we already saw in the Last Jedi. Uh, and the TFA. only, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then the other sets are the Pasana Speeder Chase, which we saw in the first teaser trailer. Y wing, the Y wing that the Y wing is one, and and the A wing. Those are the two that we didn't really see in any trailers. But I wouldn't be surprised if we saw it in the trailer, the the the, the next trailer, if we saw some of these ships. Oh, so, for sure. Actually, yeah. we did and see an A wing in, in one of the trailers. I we believe did. we did. I believe we did. And I th- yeah, we saw one for sure getting shot down. I think in the D23 reel, when you see all the rebel ships come out of hyperspace. Yes. You, yes I think you yes. see Y-Wings among that group. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. So none of, uh, but, uh, it's not a surprise. So, so yeah, we, we, we didn't get any any spoilers of, of the, the five uh, Rise of Skywalker sets from, uh, from the Lego standpoint. So it makes – and I actually spoke to, um, to somebody about it today. And I said, I can't wait until the next wave because I think – it, it, actually, it won't be the next wave. I doubt it's going to be the next wave. We're probably going to get a few battle packs in the next wave, but for the for the April wave, I think that's when we're going to get some killer sets. Oh, I bet for sure. Oh, Corey, this this will make you happy too. Uh, that Luke Skywalker Jedi Knight Black series. Mm-hmm. Apparently, all the WalMarts have them. They just didn't put them out <gasps> <laughs> for any particular reason. Nope. There's a website called stocktrack.ca and you can put in the SKU number and it'll sh- it'll tell you where it is and what stores have it. They just and they just didn't put it out. It was behind <laughs> the cottonelle for some reason. It's kind of hilarious how I don't know, maybe that's a- I saw that Tim Tim or buddy Tim at Truax had gotten one but oh man, I'm like that too. I I want that figure. That's a sweet figure. Yep. That's one I would I would jump on if I saw it. Lies. No, that that one I would do. Just a restraint. <laughs> that that one I would do. But you know, because I never saw the Mando, so that's I think that was the thing. Like if I, if I had found the Mando, I think I, that would have been the domino to, to send me off into the. Well, you know what? I'm just going to go big today, and that'll be it for the year. But he wasn't there, so I decided to ease off. Kind of a weird. Well, that's the thing. Like attack you, I took you, on it. You but, were over at the. Uh... You were at TRU and Walmart's and whatever. Like when I had seen, I'd seen stock at Walmart and Toys R Us, but there was no Mando. It's like someone came, was like, there was like a Mando bandit, you know what I mean? Like he was like, bow, bow, like coming in and out, just grabbing them and trying to screw the it's, market, man. It's, uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Anyway, um, I guess let us know how your Triple Force Friday experience went. I'm I'm curious to see how many people just genuinely enjoyed it. Uh, Friday also saw the announcement, I believe, or earlier in the week, uh, some advertiser tie-ins for the Rise of Skywalker. So eight big brands, Porsche, Samsung, McDonald's, Bose, United Airlines, 
General Mills, GE, and Dannon. And I don't know if any of these promos are headed to Canada or not, which maybe maybe is a blessing. But jeez, uh, oh, McDonald's better be. Well, they have their their Monopoly promo running now, right? And that's like their biggest know. thing. Monopoly McDonald's Monopoly is always around this time of year for like six weeks. I I actually yeah, I, I asked I asked McDonald's Twitter account, hey guys, you doing the Rise of Skywalker promo? And I got no reply. Of course, that's weird. McDonald's should be able to reply. Of course they should. A brand like that? And it's a simple question. I want to come spend my money at your restaurant. Will you be carrying these promos? I imagine they will, but it probably will be a little bit little bit later because nobody infringes on McDonald's Monopoly. Nobody! But yeah, they're going to have <laughs> 16, 16 character toys in with their Happy Meals. And that's a lot of trips to McD for me. I I, I feel okay. embarrassed and shamed already admitting that I'll be doing it, but I'll probably be doing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed for you. It's okay. Just get hey, guys, chicken who wants, burgers, man. Who wants to go to McDonald's again? Of course, the kids are always going to say yes. Let's go. Who wants a second Happy Meal? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so full. Eat it. Give my kids fatty <laughs> liver disease so I can have this crappy toy. <laughs> exactly, fatty liver. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so true. No, but I do remember hitting the the, the fast food joints uh, for Phantom Menace, and that that was a fun that was fun to hunt down. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. This well, and, and you know, with them doing this thing, this tie-in with Porsche, I think that's the push I needed, guys. This is the one <laughs> that's going to finally make me go ahead and buy that Porsche I've always been dreaming of. Dude, go for it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get that Star Wars do Porsche it. this time. Why Absolutely. not? Absolutely. <laughs> Why not? Lots of reasons why not. A four hundred dollar oil change. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> okay, all right. That's it. Let's uh, let's move ahead here. So the Empire Magazine has uh, this big juicy bit about the rise of Skywalker in it. A bunch of uh, tidbits that I wanted to touch on here. And the first, first we'll try and keep these quick because who who knows what's in JJ's head. But the first being. Ray and Kylo's relationship. So I'm going to read a little passage from the magazine here. Uh, Co-writer Chris Terrio opened up about the complex bond between the trilogy's Force-sensitive duo. Quote, Some of the most interesting scenes in The Last Jedi are the conversations between Ray and Ren. And quote, he said, Noting the different side of Ben Solo that Ray is able to tap into. We've tried to pick up that complicated relationship that, has, that really has been present ever since the interrogation in Episode 7. When Ren takes off his mask, there's a nakedness about him with Rey that he doesn't express to anyone else. Ryan developed that in fascinating ways, and we've been able to develop it even further. So guys, I don't even know what to say about this one. Uh, you know, I, I guess just by virtue of these two being the last two Force users out there, they're going to have that connection. And you know, they, they both have this struggle with belonging, and Rey wants to belong, and just Kylo wants to kill anyone who's ever been close to him, except for Rey, but then he wanted to kill her. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> then there's the romantic element, which gives me the creeps, but it's there and we can neglect it or ignore it or deny it at our own peril. But uh, Carlos, what do you make of this? Do you do you take anything from this or are you a, a wait and see type of guy with uh, with regards to Rey and Kylo's relationship? Uh, well, the way it was described, it's like, uh, well, duh. 
Like we've already started seeing that in the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. It's normal they're going to go down that road. Uh, they they do they'd be uh, let's not call it stupid, but it, it would be um, a mistake to just let that hang. Yes, and not and not uh, not attack that uh, further. Yeah, just if they were just to like pretend that well, we never. Yeah, that's not wasn't yeah. our intention, so we're just going to ignore that. Especially considering uh, the whole thing has an arc. So, uh, like, I'm starting to believe that more and more that there's there's method to the madness uh, and and a cohesion for uh, for all three of the episodes from the the sequel trilogy. At least with regards to those two characters. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and I think yeah, because they, there was a curveball thrown in there with the Leia story, um, but. Yeah, I think they're doing exactly what they planned on doing. And from what we heard about what they did with Leia, that kind of, or maybe they're putting a positive spin on it. uh, But uh, from what I hear and from what I could read between the lines, they're doing what they thought they would do from the beginning. So uh, to hear this this whole thing it was not not a cold shower but it was like uh okay well tell me something i didn't know yeah kind of expected it yeah and it's something else that jj said in the article was that if you agree to come back and pick up where eight left off you have to honor what came in eight so they're not ignoring that they're not going to just step away from that or pretend it didn't happen it it, it's it's in the film they're developed it they're developing it even further how it's going to play out i don't know uh cory what do you think I love it. I mean, like you guys said, it's no surprise, but it could be a surprise in how deep it actually goes. Like, I've been beating on this drum for a while, the whole in The Force Awakens, you know, it seems like Kylo already knows almost, it's either that or he's just really upset, but things are alluded to kind of where he's like, what girl? And, you know, it's almost like uh, he knows of her from dreams or whatever it is, visions he's had. But I'm really glad that Ryan built on that and deepened that connection because it was surreal, man. Like with water hitting Kylo and stuff, like the possibilities are endless, man. And it really shows like a a power to the force and how intertwined they actually are and how important this whole thing is. Like Kylo, you said the possibly the last two force users, you know, there's Broomboy out there, but that I don't think that necessarily counts. These guys are it's like they've both been chosen from their uh, respective sides right the, the light and the dark so like the push and the pull between these guys it's just i don't know it's coming to a head you know what i mean i think something needs to be done uh i've said this before many times as well and i love this analogy the whole gatekeeper uh key master thing you know what i mean like these two are the key elements of bringing balance to the force somehow i believe this this light in the dark and possibly the merging of it. I know a lot of people don't necessarily like that, but when I read the back of Ray's Black Series description of what it's describing for her role in the film, it really sent me down that rabbit hole. And it goes it goes like Ray continues to study the Jedi ways, but she grows concerned about what the future and the Force may hold in store for her. So right there, it kind of seems like almost like sacrificial right off the like to be able to do this and make everything right 
I'm going to have to do this. And we all know that Jedi's never really have the easiest of decisions to make, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it's really all going to be intertwined like that somehow. Like there's, there's something really deep going on in this film between her and him and the force and the respective roles on either side and what needs to be done. And I'm all about it, man. Yeah. Let's see where it goes, man. Cause it's, it's, it's more than likely. I mean, it clearly is happening one way or the other, but um, yeah, let's, let's see what happens. Uh, okay. Next uh, JJ spoke about Mr. Sheaf Palpatine. So the quote from the piece said, some people feel like we shouldn't revisit the idea of Palpatine. And I completely understand that Abrams concedes. But if you're looking at these nine films as one story, I don't know many books where the last few chapters have nothing to do with those that have come before. If you look at the first eight films, all the setups of what we're doing in nine are there in plain view. And I have to say, like, that is a pretty damn good response. <laughs> We've been worrying a lot about, about Palpatine's involvement and if they're risking tampering with episodes one through six or, you know, get Palpatine out of here. Like, he shouldn't be here at all. But I kind of feel like that's almost like a checkmate kind of reply. Like, I th- to me, yeah. JJ's right. Like, since when does the last chapter not resolve or involve elements from those opening chapters? And I think the answer is probably never. You know, like it's... Mm. We, is there an objection there, Corey? A little bit. I mean, you're just so wholeheartedly throwing yourself into this. And I, I'm totally on the same page with what he's saying. But what there has to be for me in the, in the long run is it's like... Uh, it seems good that there's like a plan in place. We know that JJ's looking to close up these nine films and bring them all together. But when he says, when you see this ninth film, the eight prior films will kind of make more sense and you'll see what we were trying to do. You know what I mean? When he says that it makes sense, like at this point between seven and eight, I've seen no evidence of Palpatine having any connection to any of this. So nine has to find a way of making seven and eight tie into the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it, it's got to make sense and i want it to be evident i don't want it to be like he's saying this but he just like he, he's saying it who cares like it's this is what it is sure it has tell. to make sense now yeah, yeah i want to see and this how does that, that it, how make sense in seven and eight what you're saying is true be, and the only evidence we need for that is is fandom's reaction to hearing palpatine's laugh in that in that teaser trailer if we all oh, predicted, we loved it. Yeah, if we all predicted Palpatine returning, we would have been like, oh, yeah, there he is. Instead, we were like, whoa, what? And we spent the next three weeks, fandom spent the next, like, three weeks to a month trying to figure out how this works. What's he, what is, how did this happen? And yeah, Palpatine I just don't want dominated. it to be a stretch. Well, yeah. And, he's, and he says it's there in plain view. So that's interesting exactly. to me. That's, that's interesting to me, Yes. Because like maybe maybe we're just so close to it that we can't see it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm so interested. Maybe it has something to do with Snoke too. You know, maybe he was like possessing Snoke or like I kind of get the sense too. Like I I can't. I'm not gonna be able to pull it up quick enough here. But Kylo's description on the Black Series two was saying that he's been working with these mystic dark force, looking for an answer in the dark side. You know what I mean? So maybe resurrecting Palpatine. Maybe maybe like. Palpatine being the source of this Sith army, the, their possible power, like feeding off this whatever supply of Palpatine, Palpatine juice or something. You know what I mean? Like whatever flow he's been able to get out there. Yeah, interesting. 
But one thing that came to mind after I read this, and this is probably me reading too much into it, um, but if if he's talk, if JJ is talking about the final chapters connecting to the first chapters, and he, I know he didn't say specifically first, you know, he may be just he says I think he said specifically. Uh, where what did he say? I don't know many books where the f- last few chapters have nothing to do-, do with those that have come before. So that, I mean that that is kind of nebulous in terms of is he talking about all of it or is he talking about j- specific couple of chapters that have come before but it's i wonder if this just screams that anakin will be involved i think it's part of it honestly because i, I do uh, because palpatine uh, is the, the 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 mechanism behind the the empire so when we when we when we see uh, the opening credits of or the crawl from the um, episode four, it's, it's written right there. You know, uh, there was the rebels, uh, you know, landed their first victory against the empire. So who's the emperor? Ooh, how did it start? We, we get all these things. And now we're in the throes of the empire being destroyed and a new evil rising up. Like, where did that come from? And if you're going to, if you're going to, call it episode seven, eight, and nine, then it makes total sense. The only thing is the answer to me sounds like it came out of, um, of a brainstorm or like a, um, a focus group of like, okay, what are the, what are the criticisms going to be and how do we quash it? Well, the best way to quash the criticism is to come out with a statement that acknowledges the criticism, but squashes it at the same time. So if anybody comes out and says, oh, but it's kind of stupid that Palpatine uh, shows up in episode nine. There's a Hail Mary, I'll, man. And yeah, but then, then the answer is, well, JJ said it in an interview. It makes perfect sense. And it, I mean, it just, yeah. I think it just does make sense. Like, yeah, of course, episodes... Like the final chapter will kind of resolve what was asked in the first chapters. It's because look, pretty natural. That that means Anakin's back. That's what I'm saying. No, he seemed straight up. That that this is the thing. Uh, Anakin passed the torch to Luke, right? Yeah. So if Anakin was the antagonist and then became the protagonist by the end of the first trilogy. Luke is the protagonist of the second trilogy. The protagonist can change in the third one, but the main bad is the same in all. Because there is no conflict if it's not for the machinations of that the evil the evil one. Yep. So it doesn't necessarily mean that Anakin's back. No, it just no, means it's that not a, it's not a yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's definitely not a lock. Because Skywalker, you had Anakin Skywalker, Luke Skywalker, and Ben Solo, who are all Skywalkers. But the bad guy has always been the bad guy. The <laughs> so, chosen one, man. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it, it's a tough one to answer because his story was wrapped up so nicely at the end of Return of the Jedi. So not to uh, to. 
exhume that that body, so to speak, is sort of dicey to me. But I, I got to allow for the possibility of it. It's it's it could very well happen. Could very well happen. We'll see. Because Kylo, Kylo is being played by someone, either it was by Snoke or by Palpatine himself, to make him believe that Vader was reaching out to him and speaking to him. The, I think that that's the that's where the 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 I don't know how to say it exactly, but that that's what pushes Ben Solo over the edge. I don't think it's about power; it's about feeling connected to family where maybe his father uh meaning han solo wasn't always there for him and leo was too busy with the politics and he felt a connection uh to or he was looking for a connection and they used that weakness in him to turn him to the dark side i think that's what um Anakin's role plays in this as a symbol for Kylo just that the symbol has been corrupted by the person using it so well, that's what we talked about not too long ago like does he even know that like uh, Vader slammed dunk Palpatine down the 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 well you know well he knows oh, that know. he knows that he turned back to the light we don't know if he knows the play by play but he knows yeah, because that he... Snoke mentions it, right? Like in a moment of weakness. I think in the novelization for TFA, they kind of discuss how Vader's compassion was was a weakness or something like that. Yeah, he had one. He had he had one moment of weakness, and it it kind of destroyed everything that that the Empire stood for. And so that you know they were trying to breed that or or drive that out of Kylo. You know, it was it was something they were aware that was kind of, kind of kind of a Skywalker trait, and they're trying to get rid of it in Kylo. But yeah, it, you know, George Lucas described the first six as the rise, fall, and redemption of Anakin Skywalker, and now tacking this trilogy onto that, it's it's the legacy of Anakin Skywalker. And so does does I mean, does he have to be visible on screen to have have any meaningful impact, or can we just allude to him? It, it's I think really it's I think it's an illusion. It's an uh, I think it's an illusion to him, and I think maybe it uh, it comes through Leia, um, where Ben finally gets it. Like because I think wasn't it in Bloodline where uh, Leia kind of um, hates Vader, like and and it's kind of like she's uh, he tries to reach out to her or. And she re- she rejects him. Well, no, that was in um, a truce at Bakura, which is a now Legends novel that was set. Oh, okay, so like, it's not canon. It's yeah. not canon. Uh, it's it's in the immediate aftermath of the Battle of Endor, and Anakin presents himself to Leia as a Force ghost, and she just shuts him down. She wants nothing to do with him. Yeah, so they might they might try to recanonize that part as to why Kylo, um, because let's say. Let's say Leia is an absentee mom, and um, if he wants to get back at his mother, why not reach out to the person that she rejects? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's like uh, it's like any child trying to rebel from from their parents. So 
to me that that would make sense as to why he's looking to reach out to Vader and I mean Vader's gone uh, it's Ad- Anakin Skywalker is there there's no Vader yeah Vader so Darth if, Vader is dead yeah so if he sees Vader somebody's showing him Vader not Anakin Skywalker it's not Anakin presenting himself as Vader yeah, it's so interesting. I I really really want to see how JJ guides this home in that regard because wow, could it get thorny? Go for yeah. Pal- Palpatine. Uh, you know what, guys? I'm gonna call an audible here. Unless Corey, do you have anything to add to that? Not really, man. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm very curious to see what this is all gonna happen. How he's gonna do it? For sure. And I don't want it to be far fetched and hard to believe. Really, like, you don't want, want a Star evident, Wars like movie to be far fetched <laughs> or hard to believe. Really? No. Interesting. <laughs> no. As I'm looking at a at a Yoda minifigure right now. <laughs> no, I know what you mean, but uh, <laughs> I just wanted to. I want. I want him to. I want him to put his money where his mouth is, kind of. And I want. I want to see this happen. I want to look at seven and eight and be like, oh, I see the subtle signs of Palpatine now, or how yeah, this can play even together. Want to look, you want to even be able to look back to the prequels and maybe the OT, because I, I really feel like if JJ's pulling from anywhere, it's the OT. You know, I don't know that I I get the sense he's not the biggest prequel fan. So I think he's from the you know, majority pulling from the OT. And so you, I want to I want to see if Episode nine recontextualizes any of that without retconning it and saying, oh, I, I see maybe that how that's a breadcrumb now. That I'm uh, that I'm down for. But yeah, I'm, I'm really Yoda referring to someone else with Obi-Wan. There is another. Well, uh, that ship sailed, but I, I, I see your point in terms of, oh, that actually means this now. If if they hadn't, if there's no explanation for what that is, cool. Let's have it. Uh, Obi-Wan is just a drunk sexist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, we're going to call an audible. There's, there's a, there was a lot more to talk about in the uh, Empire Magazine spread. We're going to park that stuff for now. We'll, we'll come back to it. For now, I want to jump into the Rise of Skywalker trailer, which we're we're really, really excited for. We're waiting on it. When's it going to come? What's going to be in it? Uh, let's spend the next, well, until the end of the show here. We'll talk about the trailer and just what we think is going to happen. So, first of all, we don't know when it's coming. As we record now, it is October 6th, 10.44 p.m., uh, we suspect we heard a, a rumor this weekend on Reddit, you know, very reputable place that there would be promo for it starting today, Sunday for a trailer coming on Monday Night Football, October 7th. We never got that info on fo- football this weekend, so we don't know if we're getting anything on Monday, October 7th. It looks unlikely. Ba, 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 ba. So, when is this trailer coming? Uh, I, I, my personal belief is it's next week, the fourteenth. Now, Jason Ward at MSW said he heard in a couple of weeks, so maybe, maybe he's thinking more the twenty-first. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Nobody really knows except for the powers that be. So it does give us some time here to, uh, I guess, marinate in our thoughts a bit more and throw it, throw out some overarching thoughts. So, Corey, I'll give you the floor first. Uh, High level, what do you think we're going to get out of this trailer? What do you what do you want to see? 
Uh, I don't know. I'd like to see maybe a little clue or two more about what's going on with Palpatine, although I don't think they're going to show that. I'd like to see maybe a little more epic space battling, something going on in that front. I want to see the Falcon a little more. Um, maybe a little more fighting with between Ray and Kylo. Uh, just locations. Definitely looking forward to seeing that. Obviously, nothing too spoilery, but I, I do want them to throw that one thing at the wall that not equivalent to the Palpatine laugh because that was pretty mind blowing. But something toward the end, like something, uh, something big with the Force, or something that's a bit of a revelation for the audience to be like, "Oh man, this film is going to be heavy." For sure. Uh, yeah, I think the, the trailers are all kind of follow the same kind of structure these days where the end is just like, ah, what? Uh, what about you, Carlos? Your overarching thoughts? Uh, for this trailer, I'm uh, hoping to uh, hear dialogue. Um, I want to not narration, but actual dialogue from the movie, like a line or two. Um, I'm hoping maybe a line from Leia. Um, yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. A little more carry. Yeah, and uh, I, I want to see Ray uh, use Force Lightning. Ooh! Wow! All right, with with uh, yeah. with or without glowing red eyes. I yeah. I think Happy I want I want half I want half her face to be covered. Uh, so we're not we can't really tell. If it's dark ray or light ray, just like Luke force choked those poor, poor Gamorrean guards, uh, maybe Ray uses force lightning, but against bad people. Man, okay, that's true. That that, that move does go against Jedi, Luke's Jedi scorecard. Yeah, well, I mean, well God for, God forbid you ruin Luke as a character. <laughs> Hashtag not my Luke. <laughs> Change.org. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, JJ doesn't like to give away much, right? Or at best, he just he likes to get people talking. But I, I bet if it were up to him, there'd be no trailers at all. You know, so I, I think I think they'll just hit again on things that we already know about. Things that things that they know that we know have leaked. Um in in like like poster pictures or you know, stuff like a t-shirt image i think stuff that is already kind of known are things that they'll show more of so like sith troopers maybe we'll see some of them in action or um the, the tie dagger maybe we'll see that out there and pose orange x-wing maybe we get it uh maybe babu frick <laughs> maybe he's in another shot uh 3po with the bowcaster maybe we see that um that that's kind of what I think this trailer is going to have a lot of. But you know, oh, I want to see something force heavy though, like something really uh, that's like the connection between Ray and Kylo that we were talking about earlier, like something in regards to that, like even the uh, the making of book or is it the art of? Yeah, it's the art of eh? on that cover where they seem to be fighting with each other on different planes on different worlds, but mm-hmm. like that something on that level would be pretty cool it would be cool i mean it whatever they give us will be cool it's just a matter of how revealing is it versus how how uh, no and you're right 
like, like how, JJ's like, huge what kind of, on the what kind of flame does it stoke? Like, but you know what I what I hope it's not is I hope it's not like forty seconds of of like slow nostalgia build up like the D twenty three trailer. You know, like that. Of course, it was a nice montage of of the previous eight films. I hope it's not something like that again. No, I don't yeah. think so. No, me neither. I really think have... we're going to get some type of dialogue. And I, I it's either going to be from Leia or Maz Kanata or, uh, yeah, something like that. Somebody who has it could even be knowledge Palpatine. to drop. Probably, considering that they just dropped um, an article about Palpatine and it making sense. They're kind of like paving the way for people to be like, to accept it, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and if they want to, like, if you if you want to, like, push the nostalgia button and market the movie as this movie that leans, again, leans heavily on the OT and brings all your favorites back, then, you know, include more shots of Leia. You know, give us Lando shots. Put the Falcon in there. Give us R2, for God's sakes. Yeah. You know, even I think even just one shot of R2 could probably go a long way to, for people to go, oh, man, like, we finally got R2. What's he doing? What setting is that? Like, that 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 could that could help a lot. Yeah, I mean, he's not in this trailer. Like, we definitely gotta question that a bit more. Yeah, for sure. And you know, I, I feel like most of the marketing is has focused on Ray and Kylo, their conflict, and and obviously rightly so. But I I wonder if they're gonna turn away from that a little bit in this trailer, just so that they they can keep that story under wraps. And then in its place, we get a lot of, of Finn. Finn's been absent in this marketing. Uh, Poe. Maybe we get our first look at uh, at Allegiant General Pride. Just for something, you know, just for us to go, oh, there they are. There's that guy. Oh, cool. There's Richard E. Grant. Like that kind of or maybe thing. Maybe something a little more on the on the fleet, on that hidden fleet there or whatever. Yeah. Oh. Again, Sorry, like that, hitting on hitting on something that we already know, just giving us an a, an extended look or a different look at that. Like we're we're I think we're pretty easy marks <laughs> as a fandom. That will we'll, be nice to see Zori Bliss in action. Maybe that'd be cool. Yeah, I, I I kind of imagine she'll be in like a quick shot where it's just like it's a one second shot where she like she spins and draws her pistols or something. Yeah, head turn, <laughs> and that's it. That's all we get of her. Like, but you know, like, like the, all the ta- the trailers, like they seem to have this this tempo to them, this structure to them, where the, there's like a slow build for like forty five seconds or so, and you get a bunch of like establishing shots, and then the music kind of builds to the force theme, and then you get like a bunch of boom, 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 quick shots, and then you get like it slows down again, and you, you we get like the the Chewie were home moment or the uh, it's time for the Jedi to end moment. Like they always kind of leave you with that either thrilling thing or the thing you dread. I I imagine we'll get that sort of structure again, even though I I sometimes I feel like in doing that and spending forty five seconds with such a slow pace, it's like ah oh, you're 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 cheating us here, JJ. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. They don't like you said he doesn't like showing too much, and that's a way of doing accomplishing that 
So, so what do we think? Uh, let's do a little bit of a, a quick round of characters we will or won't see. Will we see Palpatine in this trailer, Corey? No. Carlos? Oh, we will not see him. You think we'll hear him? Perhaps. I'm going to go. We Yeah, I'm going to say we will see him. I'm going to say it. I'm going to put that out there. Cool. We're going to see Palpatine. Uh, what about... Does Force Ghost Palpatine work? Or Essence of Palpatine? Just Ian McDermott. <laughs> In either Darth Sidious gear or uh, however he appears as, as Chancellor Palpatine. However you want to put it. Will we see Ian McDermott? I'm a yes. I'm going to say yes. Uh, what about Luke Skywalker? Carlos? No. Corey? No, I'm kind of on the same page there. I think maybe possibly a little narration, but I'm also I, I at first I was a yes because I thought that was that's an easy one. We know he, he we know he's in the movie. We, we know a large portion of fans are not happy with the way Luke ended or was treated at all in Episode Eight. So maybe they put him in there in such a. a, a whether the way that they frame it or they build up some context around the shot and just so we go, oh, thank God, they're going to fix Luke. But I th- I don't think we'll see Luke. Uh, what about Leia? Corey? Yes. Yeah, I yeah, think so. I think uh, so, too. Just, just a little small shot. Again, some maybe some narration. That'd be nice if they have anything in the can. Mm-hmm. Um. We talk. I well. I I'm a yes on Zori Bliss. What about you guys? Yeah, probably. That'd be cool. Starting to stoke the fire a bit there. Yeah, they want to next level. Get some heads turned to her head turn. Knights of Ren. Yes. All of them. Yeah. No. Mm, At least a couple. Yeah, definitely. Be like, who who are they? That's what I was talking to Kyle the other day. Like, and then glad they brought this up too, because I was like. Oh man, it sucks the vintage collection. Like I, I had to buy it, you know. Like, I just love a good mass figure, man. Like Zori Bliss, Emphy's Nest, you know. Don't buy too many of those, but always a good mass figure. And ah, uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh jeez. Oh no! <laughs> did you lose your train of thought? I did. Wow! Wow! <laughs> <sighs> what a shame. Moving uh, so anyway, change your, your your pattern of thought. Throw it another character, another group of characters, or whatever that we might see. Um, what about Hux? Do we think well, Hux will be in the trailer? Eh, do we care? No, I care. I like Hux as a character. What's? Yeah, I don't, I don't think we'll see. I don't think we'll see him on the in the trailer. I'm I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say we're gonna see another shot of a spitting mad lunatic raging Hux. I definitely gotta see Kylo, Poe, Finn. Yeah, I don't think we'll get too much. They're definitely gonna be in the trailer. There's no doubt about that. But I don't know what their stories are in this movie. Like specifically with Poe, like now that he seems to have taken mantle of leader. At least front lines leader of the resistance. Hipster Poe. Hipster Poe. I, I love that costume. Adventure Poe. Yeah. I love that Indiana costume. Jones Poe. Uh, guys, I need a scarf. Who's got a In- scarf? Indiana Pones. 
Yeah, no, I, I don't know how interesting his story will be in 9, other than he'll just be cool. Uh, Finn, Finn's been really absent from the marketing. Oof, man, it's, it's almost, it's almost shameful. It's almost like they're setting him up to sacrifice himself. I wonder. Uh, He's finally going to be able to suicide himself this time. There you go. Quick uh, side tangent. Uh, Poe saved the resistance. Uh, yeah, he Carlos. he got he got crap from, he got crap from Leia he got crap from Haldo for his de- his dreadnought plan. But if he wouldn't have done that, the dreadnought would have ca- caught up to them in hyperspace, and the dreadnought would have been able to catch up to them and destroy the ships. So Poe saved the Resistance. It's an interesting debate. Like, yeah, that that is that, that is obviously one side of that debate for sure. But I think there's an excerpt. In the upcoming book, Rebellion Reborn. So New York Comic Con was this weekend, and so all kinds of book news came out, which we'll tackle in another week or two. Um, Yeah, interesting stuff. It, it, I think part of the, the book is Poe kind of dealing with the guilt he feels over uh, costing all those bombers' lives and coming to kind of uh, accept, accepting that and his responsibility in all that and the mutiny. I think he the, the mutiny he throws with with conics and his his pals over holdo his his story in the book deals with that so it'll be interesting to see i'm really now like that that book is so high on my list of things to read now i want to get into that story and, and find out what was what like how, how does poe deal with that i love that we're going there it'll it'll bring that whole debate right back up I think he's allowed to have guilt over maybe the mutiny part, but I think in the end. I well, mean, the other thing too, man, like the disobeying orders, like they had no reason to believe that the they'd be able to f- track them through hyperspace, right? Not at that point. But they would, in the long run, it would have been their downfall, like Carlos had said, but. I wonder if those bombers have hyperdrives. I mean, not that it looks like they have like capacity to carry many people, but it's. I wonder if a last ditch plan would have been like everybody aboard a bomber, and they all just take off in different directions. Like they can't catch all of us. Mm. I don't know. Uh, I'm sticking with my uh, Poe's the hero. Poe is a good boy. He's maybe a little brash, but he's a he's a good boy. He's a good boy. I still think, for my money, he's right up there at the top of, of episode eight in terms of interesting character arcs. They did something really special with him in, in eight, I think. Considering for he sure. was supposed to be written off in the opening scenes of episode seven. <laughs> he's, he's They've turned that role into something pretty cool. I don't know where it goes in nine. I think it might, for lack of a better word, I think it might be kind of flat in nine. But... I love Poe. He's a he's a good he's a good boy. Anyway, the cool, cool tangent. Uh, are we done with the characters we will and won't see? We do we agree on Knights of Ren? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I th- yeah, I, I think, think we'll see them snippet. all kind of. I don't know if we'll see them in action so much as we'll see them all kind of like strike a battle pose. Yeah, they're gonna strike a battle pose from Ray's vision in the Force Awakens. Yeah, Interesting. Maybe, yeah. 
I mean, we could revisit that for sure. Like in my mind, we just see. It looks like, like we're going there. In my opinion, a lot of ra- a rainy planet or a water planet. That scene where Kylo Ren like cross guard, like uh, body slam, whatever you know what I mean. In the trailer, yep. That that seems vaguely familiar to that moment, almost you know. Possibly. Well, somebody had sort of matched the hat of of the person that he slams to somebody in uh, in that vision sequence. There you go. Like it's that wide brim round hat. And it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'd seen that too. It's pretty compelling uh, in terms of just you know blurry screen grabs. Oh wow, uh, that could be something there. Um, yeah, uh, for sure, for sure, I like that. Uh, but when I when I think about the Knights of Ren, I just see them on on Pasana on the desert planet, just sort of taking a battle defensive, offensive battle stance, and that it's like a quick shot. And we all go, oh yay, they're gonna do it. Uh, what what is going to be the big shock moment of this teaser or this trailer, I should say? Any thoughts on that? My only thing is going back to the beginning, like I was saying earlier, is it's got to have something to do with the Force that blows my mind from that regard. Because we had the whole Palpatine thing. I don't see them really revealing too much more than that. It won't be Luke as a Force ghost. Like it really has to be something between Kylo and Rey, I would believe. Because at the end, the the thing they left us with that. I think in one of the last Jedi trailers was Kylo extending his hand to Rey and then Rey sticking her hand out in reply, but it was from two different scenes. So it was a misleading cut. It was, I don't think it was contrary to, to the vibe of the movie, which is all I expect from a teaser. Just be honest about the vibe of the film. But uh, Carlos, any thoughts on where they're going to try and mess with our heads or, or shock us? Oh boy! Yeah, I think I said it before. The ray and the force lightning. I'm gonna try to make it look like she turned. Yeah, I mean they they planted that in our heads with the dark ray thing yeah. from the D twenty three footage. I wonder if they play that up a bit more. That would be, I think, that would be a very JJ thing to take that one step mm-hmm. further, because that mm-hmm. doesn't really reveal anything else, but just stokes our anxieties a bit more. Uh, what I mean. The idea of Ray giving in to Palpatine, you know, if he's if he's taunting her as well, if he's sort of connecting with her and join me and do this for me, become my apprentice, that kind of thing, and we see her maybe submit to him, that could be something that would be pretty mind shattering. Which again, pl- it plays a little bit into the dark Ray stuff. But otherwise, I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't. I feel like they're gonna want to do new stuff in terms of cliffhangers or shock reveals. So I don't know that they they would give us Kylo and uh, and Ray together uh, pairing up in any regard in this in this trailer. Does that make sense? Driving on Pasana. Kind of. I I think I think they're gonna definitely do something with them in this trailer. I think they're going to show them at odds. I think that everything they've been talking about in, you know, in, in any oh, material. The, yeah, they just... won't be, sh- they won't be shown in the light. Like you were saying of wanting to hold hands and whatnot, like definitely even being partners again, two opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Everything is, has pitted them as, as adversaries against each other, which 
to me just sort of hides the end result, which which is you know enemies becoming partners in some regard. Uh, all right, you any... know what? I, I yeah, I thought I remember what I was going to say before. It was about the Knight of Ren. Should have reminded me, Kyle. You could just all you had to say was that. But the the names, right? Like it just says Knight of Ren on the on the toy. I was kind of discussing with Kyle, like, oh, man, like, I was kind of hoping we'd get some names for them. But supposedly you were saying that we we're going to get confirmation, you know, of, like, we're going to have names like Slash and Snarl and Axe and Smash. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, oh, I was really hoping that we'd. Anyway, I definitely want some info about these guys in this film. Like, I really want to know if they're the the handful of Jedi that left with Kylo. Definitely well, super curious gonna... about that. And it really. I don't know if they'll stop to tell us that. Someone's going to tell us that? It's gonna well, make so will. much sense. Like somebody will. I don't know that that'll it'll well, you happen know what? in the movie. Ryan, this is Ryan Johnson setting it up. It takes one simple sentence, one word of dialogue, and this is like a no-brainer to me. And it's just he set them up beautifully to be knocked down. And one of them can even be her parents. Boom. Possibly. I mean, that would really, that, 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 there goes the dead in the pauper's grave thing. Yeah. Which, which I've, I've, now brings up all kinds of questions all over again. I mean, so much rides on whether or not Kylo was telling the truth. If, if he's, if he was telling the truth and her parents are actually dead, then I, you know, the movie goes one way, but if he's lying and her parents are still alive, Everything is still on the table. And things get crazy. Um, any final thoughts, guys? Carlos, you want to throw out any final thoughts on the trailer? Um, I'd rather skip the trailer and just give me the movie now, please. Thank you. <laughs> I'm ready. I think I'm ready. Yeah. You know, we got uh, two months and change to go. Oof. It's it's on one hand it's going to go really quickly. On the other hand, it's like it's good. The closer we get, the slower it's going to feel. Uh, Corey, anything for you? Mm, not really, man. I think we said it all. Like, oh, we did. Definitely, really excited to, to see it. There's always more to say. <laughs> yeah, I just want a great trailer. I, I really like, especially being the the last of them all. I really wanted to, I don't know, just resonate. Not in the sense that where I want another nostalgia fest. The last one was great. Don't get me wrong. I got goosebumps every time I watched it. But uh, I think this one has to really be its own thing. You know, it's got to focus on this film. And I definitely hope we get another deep cut. And my thing is, I think it's going to be force related. I totally get where you're coming from. I, I just wonder if a force related thing in a trailer is it's got to be heavy man it's got uh, it might be a little spoilery but no nah, they want to hold on to that nut yeah they, 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 yeah that usually requires like story context for it to make sense you know remember know the depends. question the, the, the question was what do you want to see in the trailer not what do you think they're yeah. going to show us right so like yeah when i say uh, ray force like Ray Force Lightning and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, that's what I want to see, but we're, we're probably not going to get. Oh it. yeah, if that's the case. I want. I want to see temples, ancient temples. I want to see ancient magic, like 
I don't know. I want to see something, some knowledge that's been long forgotten, and these two are the key to bringing everything together. <laughs> Did you just pull that's up your want. notes from two years ago? Yeah, it's the same thing. It's I'm the same on the same things. page still, man. <laughs> I think I, I still honestly believe that we're headed in that direction, man. It also signs point something to that degree. I love Good Temple. Oh, I know you do. Um, I, I think, I think they're going to try and bury the idea of Kylo Redemption. I'm convinced every day we get closer and every day I get more convinced that this is where this movie's headed. Uh, But I think they're going to try and really bury that idea with any of the marketing going forward. They're just going to talk about how bad this guy is. Uh, He's full on evil. And even like some of the merch that's coming out now, it says Kylo Ren, Sith. Like it just has big black letters, Sith right across the front. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought we crossed that bridge. He said he wasn't Sith. I know. So why is he on, on a shirt that says Sith? And if, if Kylo, if Palpatine's back, is now is is Kylo now going to be a Palpatine devotee? And oh, actually, you know what? I got the I got the new updated uh, Sith brochure. That this is pretty good. I'm in. Like I don't. Did you see the the T-shirt that says Knights of Ren? But the way his head is placed in the middle, it looks really looks like Knights of Ben. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. <laughs> no, it's so good. Anyway, yeah. So I'm. I, I'm just looking forward to or expecting uh, this the, everything, including the trailer, to to portray Kylo Ren as just this maniac. He's just this complete rage-filled, hate-filled maniac. And you know, furthermore, like I, I, I think like any Star Wars movie, like there's sort of this mandate to cast as wide a net as possible. Uh, you know, be like family. I mean, I think they consider it like family entertainment. And so they're going to want to rope in as many people as possible. And like, even if there's nothing to repair after the last Jedi, as, as JJ said, he said, I never felt the need to repair anything. I I think they'll want to somehow give the impression that all of the, all the things that people felt were missing or, uh, or or that have been like completely bungled in this trilogy will be fixed air quotes in this movie or that will they'll be included in this movie so again knights of ren badass and sith troopers badass like all the all the badassery that people kind of want that maybe has been missing i think will be in this teaser or this trailer epic space battle Corey, you touched on it i think i think we need a few good shots from a big massive space battle like that's been sorely lacking for me in this trilogy or even just more like space shots in general. Yeah. Yeah. Like lightsaber battles. I think we're going to get that. I think this, this movie is going to have lots of lightsaber action. Explosions. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of explosions in this teaser. Book it now. Maybe most explosions per per minute, per second of any Star Wars and... trailer. Uh, and I'd like to say, uh, if the trailer does drop, uh, what would be tomorrow for us right now? We're gonna slide in our reactions right here. Let's 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 do that right now. <laughs> Time code. <laughs> and if it doesn't, well, then we've just sort of hit the end of the episode after an hour and a half, and that, that's that's an episode into itself. So yeah, I just want to read you guys the the back of that uh, Black Series Kylo Ren if you haven't seen it. Like, it's pretty interesting. It's as Supreme Leader of the First Order, Kylo Ren 
wields more power than ever before. Nevertheless, Kylo Ren continues to search for secrets of the Force from the depths of the dark side. So it kind of says right there that, like, I thought it was going to say uh, right away, like, he's obsessed with finding Rey and blah, 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 you know, but kind of says, like, okay, he's the leader. He's never had more power. That can kind of get out of control, yes, but he's still that guy probably in his office looking through crazy texts and stuff like that, just the same way Rey is. Well, of these ancient yeah, texts, you know, he's got the power. He's you know from from everything you would you would think like he's in the throne now. Are you happy now? And he's not like he's still whatever he, whatever he's after. He still can't get it. Like this now that he's a top dog, it's still not scratching the itch for him. But not even that. It's just like he's searching for these force secrets from the depths of the dark side. So maybe that's. How he bring he possibly brings Palpatine back, maybe, or doesn't know what he's searching for. But the thing is, he's still studying, and I, I really do like that. I think it uh, it paints him a bit in a different light. Like I don't know, man. Like he's deep into. They're both very deep into their uh, respective sides for a reason, and I really uh, I love it, man. Bring it on. It's funny though, like in that cinema cinema blend piece that I was talking about a bit before, where you know seventy percent of the merch is still sort of under wraps. The guy, the the, the marketing guy at Hasbro, he did say like, and even the, the stuff that is out, like the narrative we give on those products is minimal. <laughs> Corey, you're you're pulling all kinds of stuff out of it. Uh, so it's I don't know, beautiful. I, don't know I mean, we 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 the- look into these things anyway. But I wonder we how do, much but they're giving they're us. Both, like Ray, like Ray's was crazy too. Like saying that her having looked at the force and what her choices are, like it scares her. So that says a lot, man. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it raises more questions. All right, everybody. Uh, if, if there is a, a trailer released on October 7th, if you look down at your timer now on this podcast, lucky for you, there's probably still another hour to go. But if not, then this is the end of episode 195. And uh, we'll wanna, we want to thank you so much for listening. Uh, it's been a blast once again talking Star Wars with you guys. Uh, if you want to be part of the podcast, send your questions in to tumblingsaver at gmail.com. And if you want to help us out, you can, of course, share this episode with your friends. Leave us a review like James Weibel did. And... Uh, Become a powerful friend on Patreon for our exclusive, our, our early access podcast. We just aired the first Sith Disturbers in quite some time last week. We've got another episode of Luminous Beings for our patrons this week and next, so you won't want to miss that. Check it out at patreon.com slash tumblingsaber. And we want to also give a shout out to Rob Wade for endorsing this episode as part of the E14 Endorse program which you can learn more about at Emotionally14.com. And, you know, there's a, a good group of podcasts there, and we're proud to be aligned with that team. So check it out. And also check out our friends at the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Eight great podcasts. Everybody's doing fantastic work, and it's only going to get better as we get closer to the Star Wars tsunami. So check it out at StarWarsCommonwealth.com or on Apple Podcasts as a podcast provider. All right, guys, with all that out of the way, Carlos, where can we find you on social media? You can find me at C Candido Music on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, like my music page on Facebook, Carlos Candido Music. 
And for everything else, go to carloscandidomusic.com. And Corey? Everybody, hit me up at Chop Rules with the Z on the Twitter machine. And don't forget to join us in our closed safe haven of a Facebook group where everything's really warm and cozy and all Star Wars all the time. All the time. 24-7 Star Wars. It's going to get crazier as the days goes on. So come join us. Come join us in our closed group and we'll, we'll look for you there. Otherwise, we're going to thank you for listening to episode 195. It means a lot to us for, for you to give us your ears for a couple hours every week. We really appreciate it. Uh, but until episode 196, everybody, have a great week and may the force be with you. Static draws me closer to your place Willing me through my dreams fall away Signs blindly to the lines on your face Beating strong Drifting Not relive this dream Over And over And over Again Please don't leave my heart broken Bleeding Don't believe it breathing if only to see you next to me sleeping soundly smiling not really this dream over and over Now you're running away, darling Please
Why you running? 